0: Ready or not, here I come, you can't
1: hide. All right, welcome to the Ready or Not podcast. We took a pause on purpose, of course, because Annalise had a baby shower. Big time. I mean, it, it was it was a lot of planning. Annalise can explain a little bit more. Talk about that.
0: Hey, Ready or Not fam. So yeah, I had my baby shower last weekend. And it was a lot of planning. Thank God to Mark's mom, my mom, Louis, because you guys kind of put all the pieces together. But it was still stressful. Because even though everyone had their role, I feel like they still had to like pass it by me, or like call me and be like, what do you think? Or what do you want? Or this or that? And I'm like, Oh my goodness. So I'm just happy that we had it. It was a success and it's over. It was beautiful, but it was a lot of stress, so I'm happy it's, it happened.
1: I'm happy too. It was it was a big event, and we had family that came in from Puerto Rico. We had family from all different sides, you know, from dad, from mom, obviously Mark's families. and so it was great to see everybody come together things don't always go up according to plan. So that's always the struggle. But I think we all made it work and I'm I'm going to agree with you. It was a beautiful event. Anything else you want to say about the baby shower? Cuz I I noticed there were a lot of presents. Like I feel like this baby is going to be spoiled.
0: Yes, I w- we are extremely blessed. We got two strollers. I got my jogging stroller cuz you know I'm about to get this Body back, like I bought some workout outfits today. Like as soon as this baby drop, I hope the weight drops. But anyway, I did get a lot of gifts. Super blessed. Everything we needed. Um, yeah, I became the host of the baby shower. Not even willingly. Like it would just happen. Like it's funny. Mom's friend from work was like, "Your daughter knows how to take control. Like she just took control of everything." And I just felt like there had to be a host. And ain't nobody was hosting. So I started hosting.
1: (laughs) And I'm glad you mentioned that because I didn't know that at baby showers, like there was so much going on that maybe there needed to be a person to be that host, to step in and coordinate and say, all right, I'm going to MC this. This is what's going to happen now. And, and, you know, next and afterwards and, and all that, I I didn't know. I didn't know either. Honestly, it was to the point where like his
0: cousin was like asking me like, oh, I can like tell them how to do the game. But I just thought like, damn, I'm going to explain it to her so she can explain to them. I might as well just explain it out loud. I had my whole teacher voice out. Like I felt like I was trying to get the audience to stop talking and listen to me. Like I used to tell my students, like, come on, let's let's get quiet. That's how I felt at the baby shower. (laughs)
1: So so maybe it was that those teacher instincts, you know, that that inner mom in you just kicked in. Yeah, for sure. Probably. It worked out. I'm glad it did. And and I thought that it was a beautiful event because we had family that came from Puerto Rico too yeah. to support us. And that was really cool to see everybody come out. And then in, in addition to that to see them with the family and Harrisburg. So, that's always a cool thing. All right, so I want to give a recap because we took a little break from the podcast. All right, so for everyone listening, Ready or Not podcast. All right, we're we're talking about unexpected untimely, you know, scenarios and how we have to handle it with the best emotional intelligence. And I'm probably like speaking super slow right super slow right now because it's like in my headphones i can hear myself and i think there's a, a lag i don't know can you hear it
0: no you sound good but okay. i know what you're talking about because i think i'm doing it too yeah
1: and maybe that's why my mom was talking as slow as she was <laughs> like two episodes ago this is and, just and maybe that's a why. hot mess I mean, <laughs> no, but it works. Is it ready or not, or how this hot is, mess?
0: this is making us slow down while we talk. Yes, and to think about what we say. Yes, so that can help,
1: and, and that's important. So I want to give a recap: Ready or Not podcast episode one, pregnant pause. We talked about Annalise finding out about having a child. She's pregnant. Okay, and at you can add to that. Yes, the feelings were. Roller coaster, right? Episode two. We talked to Hesu. Mm-hmm. All right, and Hesu had a ready or not experience, and and that's out there. Right? Yeah, I, I, I really don't know how to break that down in like ten seconds, but that was a situation of his own. He had a ready or not, you know, where he had to face some serious consequences. Okay, and that and that's out there. You can listen to it, ready or not podcast. Episode three, it was Mother's Day. Mom was here. Grandmom was here. D.D. was here. The whole you know, family the cousins, was here. The whole family was here. More than more than I thought. Yeah. All right, and we're all talking and mingling and having a good time, and that's great. And we're celebrating motherhood, and that was the theme of that. Episode four, Lionhearted with Nick. All right, that's where I connected with, Mostly because this is a student that I work with who's legally blind and he runs cross country and track and field. So for me, I was like, well, we have to highlight this individual because he was not ready at 14 years old to suddenly lose his sight. Okay, and that that story is out there. So here we are. Episode five. So ready or not, boys are always late. That's the name of this podcast, and in at least in your experience, have boys have always been late?
0: Yes, <laughs> growing up with a brother, you yes. were always late, okay, I don't think you were ever on time like if I had to like on Facebook when it was like who was the follower that you would like get the money if they came to the event late, it would be you 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 always fashionably late. So maybe this baby will be late. Or you just told me I look like I'm about to pop. So I'm already 36 weeks. I went to my appointment. Now I'm going every week. And they said the baby is in position. Head down. Very low. I feel like my belly's dropping. So it can happen. And I feel like since I've been so active during this pregnancy too that can just speed up the process. So, yeah. I hope not, though, because I don't got everything ready. So I can, I can, it can hold off. I'm not like the people on TikTok that's, like, curb walking and, like, bouncing on the yoga ball, trying to, like, hurry up the pregnancy. Oh, hell no. I'm not even looking at the yoga ball. I don't want that to happen
1: (laughs) yet. So you're okay with this baby arriving on the due date
0: yes like honestly I've had a very smooth pregnancy like no complications I felt like I've been in charge of my body like I've been able to move and do everything yes I was extremely tired after of course pushing myself to do a 5k or be a gym teacher but just until like three days ago that I now when I sleep it's hard to breathe I've had trouble all week sleeping because i can't breathe while i sleep so i gotta keep getting up keep repositioning elevate my head so it's getting a little bit more rough now towards the end but i'm not saying that i want to like hurry up this delivery at all so i'm so perfectly waiting on the july 19th
1: date what i'm interested in talking about is about this breathing yeah describe it a little more and- in detail
0: so basically i've i personally was always a person who slept on my stomach so this transition of me having to only sleep on my side has been like the toughest battle because it's just it's oh goodness but when i go to sleep i feel like i'm sleeping i fall asleep and all of a sudden i'm like like it feels like i gotta catch my breath and then it's like like i have to try to get my breath back like I know you wouldn't know but if anyone out there is listening and they've ever been pregnant like you know when you eat a lot and you feel like wait a second like I gotta like think about how I gotta breathe because I feel so stuffed that like you kind of want to have a panic attack like there's times where like I'll eat and I say like I'm I get really full that sometimes I feel like I feel so like suffocated from being so full that I'm just like, oh my God, can I breathe? Like I'm about to have a panic attack because like I can't breathe. Like I don't got no room to take like a deep breath. Like when you go all the way in and like suck your stomach in, like you can't do that when you're pregnant. So like I've learned that now and especially during the night that it's uncomfortable. Like it'll be four in the morning and I'm still not really able to get myself into a sleep. So it is a challenge. Yet the doctor's, When I went to my appointment, they didn't think it was anything. They just said, yeah, that happens. It wasn't a shock. I thought, and mom was like, you got to tell your doctor. You got to make sure they know. They was like, that's normal. That's so normal.
1: So, During that time, how do you bring yourself at ease? So what I try to do is I
0: try to sit up. I try to just catch my breath. Maybe I'll go to the bathroom. I'll go get a drink of water um, and just relax. I try to relax because in those quick seconds, you can like get yourself into these little attacks where you just feel like you don't have control. But if you breathe and realize that you do, like you'll get past it. You just have to quickly change and adapt. Like ready or not, you got to get up. You got to like... Be able to shift your body to, like, know. You have to know your body cues. You got to understand that, like, when you can't breathe, like, when I say that at night, I got to hurry up and get up. I can't just lay there and, like, panic. I got to do what I think I can do to, you know, get myself back to normal breathing.
1: That's intense. Yeah. That's a
0: lot. It is.
1: When we think about the miracle of giving birth, we don't know about everything that happens during those nine months. Yeah. Now that we're on this topic and you're less than a month away yeah from giving birth talk about what has what has been the most difficult for you
0: So right now the most difficult is trying to get myself prepared It's not even that I'm scared to like go into labor and have this baby and the pain it's more that I'm so stressed that like I can have the baby at any moment and say like the nursery is not 100% complete. Everything's not set as in my head. And again, this is more like I talked about it in the first episode. Sometimes we have this idea maybe from the TV or maybe from what people try to tell you that you got to have everything ready. Everything has to be so set that I'm I'm putting this fear onto myself. And it's causing me to be a little bit stressed. And it's to the point where like, I'm being so honest. When I went to my appointment, they noticed that the baby's heart rate was very high and they did a little baby stress test. And they asked me like, Oh, like, are you, you know, overwhelmed or anything? And I'm thinking maybe I am so overwhelmed about like getting everything ready. Then maybe I'm like, my stress is going on to the baby. Everything was okay. The baby is perfectly fine. They said it was normal. They do that. But I right now, It's like I got like this adrenaline rush. Like before I used to be ready to go to bed 8 o'clock. Now it could be 11 and I'll still be in the nursery like trying to do something. Like I have like this drive that I want to get everything done. Maybe because I know that like they told me anywhere from 38 weeks on is like can be like for sure have the baby and it's like perfectly fine to have the baby like it wouldn't be like early or anything so I feel like I have like two weeks to like get everything so that is what I'm like right now really scared about even though I got the crib up I got all of his clothes and everything away but it's just like it's not all the way done the pictures aren't hung up the dresser's not put together the like the bookshelf's not up so it just stresses me out Because even mom today was like, are you scared for labor? And I'm like, I am. But I feel like I have went through that I see people that they have their babies. And then like in one or two days, they're posting on Instagram, perfectly fine. That's what gets me through it. I'm like, I know it's going to be a hard hill to climb, but it's going to go down. Like, I, it's it's not going to last forever. So, I'm not too scared for labor. I'm scared about having this baby before the nursery's not done. So, that's what I'm scared of right now.
1: Interesting. And I wanted to let you, like, say everything. Because now I have a, a bunch of questions. For me, at this point in time, have you thought about giving birth and having Mark next to you? Have you thought about mom having next to you? Yeah. Have, have you... Planned that out? Yeah, yeah.
0: So I don't know exactly how many people I'm allowed to have in the room, but I'm assuming three, around three. So I'm, of course, Mark, mom, of course. And then I was going to ask his mom if she wanted to be there. I know grandma, she, she really wants to be there, but she keeps joking around like, oh, my goodness, by the time I get there, you'll have the baby. So she could be the first visitor because... I don't know exactly when it's going to happen, if it's going to be quick, if it's going to be, I'm I'm praying for a quick delivery,
1: a few pushes and and that's it. By the way, I have no idea what it's like, but I'm praying for a quick birth. Yes, because
0: I have like mom, mom is over here telling me like, for you, 24 hours and then emergency C-section because she couldn't no more. So
1: I'm just like, I heard about that. Yeah, I I was there, but I wasn't there.
0: Yeah. And then like now, like today, me and mom went shopping for everything from a hospital bag and like I'm telling her the things I need and she's like, what? Like you don't need that because she had a C-section. And then for me, she went half a day to work, dropped you off at school and then went for me and was like, I'm here to deliver my baby. So she had a very chill day because she knew. I don't know when this is gonna happen, so that is why I'm so scared. And I was asking her, like, what are what do contractions feel like? Because it's like I don't know what to expect. Like me and Mark took a baby basic class. Just we took two classes two weeks ago, and she was like, "Yeah, this um this girl I I was you know she was an RN. She was like, yeah, she her water break four days ago." She never knew her water broke. And for four days, her water, because you are, look, your face and my face was like, you didn't know your water broke. She's like, it's not a dramatic like puddle of water. It can be drops. It could be you using the bathroom and your water can start breaking in there. Like I was talking to like the person who does my makeup and she said that she was just using the bathroom and didn't realize That during the bathroom, her water was already breaking. So it could be a slow rather than a dramatic like, oh, my goodness, my water just broke. That's a puddle of water. So that's another reason why I'm scared. I would be scared. Yeah.
1: When you're describing this to me.
0: Yeah. And I go to the bathroom all the time. I'm up to like six times during the night to get up to go to the bathroom. 'Cause I feel like the baby's so low, I'm drinking a lot of water, I can't hold anything in. I'm like like when I go to the doctors, they're like, Are you having any like clear like discharge or anything? And I'm like, I don't know, I use the bathroom so much, I don't know the difference. How am I supposed to know that?
1: I've always been told, you know, when it's clear, you're good. Yeah. When it's dark, that's when you have to have yeah. concern. But the water breaking
0: anyone. is just it can it could be like excessive or it could be the tiniest drop. So I, I that's another reason that I just don't since it's not like a set date, like I know I have a due date, but it's not like July nineteenth, I just walk to the hospital and I know it's about to happen. This like waiting and not knowing or like like honestly. I'm scared to do too much walking because I'm like, what about if I walk this baby out? Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. All right. I'm going to digress. You talked about going out with mom today for that baby bag. Yeah. Everyone knows you have to have a baby bag when it comes to going to the hospital. When your water breaks, when it's the day of, you know, I have to have everything prepared in one bag for that hospital trip. So what's in that baby bag?
0: So I got some nursing bras because I do plan on um, nursing. I bought some pajamas, buttons in the front. Um, I got a pack of like brand new underwear. I got some slippers. I got like some nursing pads. I got some regular pads. I got like the Frida baby little bottle for down there after you, when like when you first use the bathroom. It kind of like so you could put like warm water down there. Um nipple cream, mm. uh deodorant, shampoo,
1: toothbrush. Time out. The reason why I had a reaction to the nipple cream when you run for a long time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The marathon, especially, it happens. Your shirt rubs around the yes. nipples. And it hurts after listen, a long time. This is this is something. So I don't like, know what it's like for women, but as far as men listen. If it rubs, I got a funny story long time that would hurt. You have to put band-aids. Listen, on your I nipples. used
0: to work out so much to the point where one time they were bleeding because of the like the shirt and the bra and everything. It's so consistent. it can happen. But I got the nipple cream. I'm prepared for like the pain. Um I got a I got a going home outfit, very stylish. Got some new sandals. Yeah, I had a I had a book bag at first that was kind of small, and then Mark was like, "That's too small. You got to take too much stuff." I got I got to get a towel, so I ended up getting like this little rolling one. I'm about to walk in there, and they're gonna be like, "She's a first timer. She got her whole life in that book bag." <laughs> Even Mom was like, "What are you taking in there?" And I'm like. All my essentials. I don't know, and I got to take stuff for the baby too. So,
1: it's better to be prepared yeah. than not prepared. You're yeah. gonna thank yourself. No, for You're sure. Gonna thank yourself. And and let's let's face it, mom. When she had her first child, it was 1991. Yeah. What year is it today? <laughs> and for me, she didn't even
0: have an outfit. She didn't even know if I was a girl or a boy. She didn't even. She didn't even bring. She told me that our dad went and got me a dress. I was like, "Why didn't you just bring a boy and a girl outfit?" Like, oh a man, onesie. yeah, that was that was just 1999 stuff. Because yeah. in 23, you would never. <laughs> Before the
1: millennium. <laughs> oh my god! Yo, gosh. you were a pretty a pre 2K baby. Yeah, barely made it. Damn, I made it by October
0: 1999. October. I barely made it. Thank God I made it.
1: Wow. So you're a 90s baby, technically.
0: Yeah. 90s. I made it by too much.
1: I know. Ain't that cool? Yeah, that's. Yeah. Because I feel like babies that are born after the 2000s, they're kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of like. Eh, so I'm, I'm, I'm so happy I made eh! it. <laughs> Thank God I made it. <laughs> nice. I'm glad you made it. So I, I do have another question for here. How? Has this experience changed you? You are less than a month in to giving birth. It's been almost nine. This whole journey. I know you said it was a roller coaster. But I want you to get into a, one or two details. What has it been like? Like What has been something that has been like, whoa, never expect this. Never imagine this.
0: It's you know? like now, in the beginning of my pregnancy... Since I was all, like, I wasn't too sure how to feel. In the beginning, I just was, like, overlooking that I was really pregnant. Like, I was still trying to, you know, live life. Like, you know, do everything the same. And didn't put too much thought about it. Didn't feel like a huge connection. Now, since I feel the baby moving, I feel so, like, close to the end. It's like I have, like, this connection. Like, like I said, I'm always in the nursery room now. Like I just told Mark, like I just love being in here. Like every time I walk past, I just got to stand in there. I don't do anything, but just stand in there. But it's like, I have like this connection. I just keep saying my baby, my baby, my baby, my baby. Like, it's like, I've already grown like this love that I didn't understand in the beginning because I wasn't too sure about my feelings, but like now my feelings are very like concrete. And I just, I just know with like the baby, So that was a shift because in the beginning I didn't know, like, remember when I told you I didn't know if like, not saying that I was like upset about it or not, but it was just like, I didn't know how to feel. Now I'm like excited. Like I'm ready. Like I'm I'm ready for this to happen. I want this to happen. Like I'm excited.
1: The name of the podcast, Freddie or not. We're ready. Yes. Yes. yes, (laughs) yes. Yes. Awesome. Awesome specifically about walking past that room and seeing the baby clothes, the onesies, yeah. seeing everything organized cuz cuz you shared a picture and I'm yeah. thinking to myself I'm like wow that's great this baby is spoiled. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> this baby has everything he needs because we know now it's it's a boy. Yeah. And so I'm thinking I'm like wow like yeah you got it. You got it.
0: Listen, There's today to mom There's worried about. I was like stressing cause I needed like baby hangers and it was like some of the hangers were like kid hangers, not for babies. And some of his clothes are so small. So me and mom were like on a hunt. Like we bought some at Burlington and then we found some at Ross. Like I almost wanted to jump them down cause they were baby hangers, not kid hangers. Something so simple. 299 hangers like made my day because now it was going to like fix up the way I have it hung up. Like I just wanted to be so aesthetically pleasing. But so just perfect that it just the hangers made my day.
1: Something that mom shared with me. What's up with these uh, baby wipes? Oh my goodness! All right, <laughs> heated baby wipes. So this baby about to be spoiled.
0: Listen. So uh, me and Mark had to go to Carlisle because we were on a hunt for a dresser. Mom was like, "You need a dresser." I, I made like um like these two bookshelves off of. I learned it off of TikTok. Got two bookshelves, got the shower rods, got some bins, made a closet. But she was like, no, you need a dresser. So here I go, Speedy Gonzalez, Target, found it, two hours at Carlisle. And Mark walked past and was like, honey, I think we need this. And I was like, what? I was like, a wipe warmer? I said, who's going to be warming up wipes? He said, no, those wipes be cold. He needs like a warm wipe. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So we bought it $26 and then, you know what mom was talking, but you know what she did today? We was in Burlington and she was like, Oh, a bottle warmer. You need the, you need the, the milk to be warm. It can't be all different temperatures. So she bought a bottle warmer. She was like, Mark bought a wipe warmer. I'm buying a bottle warmer. She said, no, cause you can't be giving them all different type of t- temperatures. And in the cold, Nani, no, it gotta be warm. I was like, "Oh my god." I said, "All these little things, that means I'm going to have to be refilling and warming and
1: Listen, I've had conversations with moms who have told me that their babies have had odd reactions. Yeah. to like cold wipes. Yeah. So, I get it. The cold wipe, that ain't it. Yeah. All right. That's important.
0: <laughs> that was so funny. He just kept saying, do we need this? Do we need this? I'm like, do we need it? Like, I don't know. I got no clue what we really need. I'm going off like everything that people
1: just keep telling me. I think you've already touched on this, but I want to get a more a more closer like understanding of what it's like to be 30 days away. Because the baby is projected to be born on July 8th. Nineteenth, yes, July nineteenth, right? Yes. Okay. So boys are sometimes late, and oh, that's God. the name of this podcast. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. All right. The name of the po- the podcast episode is "Boys Are Late." And mothers have been telling me boys are usually late. Yeah. Do you think your Mark boy was late. will be born on July nineteenth, or do you think he will be born later?
0: I think since I'm so calm. About not rushing him out, he'll he'll feel comfortable to stay in. That's what I am saying. I am saying July nineteenth or a few days after. I am not saying early, even though I feel like I could. I am saying no, it's later. Even Mark, his Mark, his mom told me that he was late. Like I said, I am not doing anything to like speed up this process to make my water break. I am very relaxed about that. Like I am okay with it going the. The whole way. So maybe he'll feel comfortable just to stay chilling in there. That's what Mark's mom said he was doing. He was chilling. He came out late. He came out. It was so late that and she was drinking so much milk. This is funny. He came out with little bumps. Like he was about to have teeth. <laughs> she was she was heavy on the dairy like me.
1: So are you saying Mark had a whole grill piece? Yeah, like he had the little bumps. They was about to come. And at least when I look at this. The sound waves, and I'm looking at you versus me.
0: In my life. Damn, you speak like mom.
1: Yeah. Because you, you project your voice incredible. Incredibly, I should say. Wow. That's, that's it's awesome. like when
0: I talk, I you, try to fill up the earphone. Yes.
1: I don't talk yes. like this. No, no, but you speak. You project your voice. No. That's how I need to do it.
0: No, but that's the difference. But you do it well. That's the difference oh, with me and you. Oh, my God. Lewis is a is a calm talker. Yes. He talks like this. That's true. Maybe like this. Is it lower? Is yeah, it going no, down? That's
1: like that. That's how he, I saw it. He's how I calming. Talk. I get people's yes. attention. I could make someone fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. Basically.
0: And me, like I said, at the baby shower, I was trying to get the audience attention. Like right. you, stop talking.
1: You know, there was one thing that was very important that I wanted to, to talk to you about. And it was about, how do you think this experience has changed you? I wanted to ask you during the first podcast, but that was too early. Yeah. But now that you're less than 30 days away, you know, it's really hitting a home for me yeah. personally. Because I'm like, uncle, right? Yeah. Grandma. Yeah. Great grandma. Yeah. Great aunt. The family is already, they're all in it. Yeah. are you feeling? Because you're juggling a lot of things. Yeah, You know, you have the pregnancy.
0: I feel like now, before I was, you know, living like, oh, what am I going to do next week? What am I going to do tomorrow? Now I'm thinking like, where's the baby about to go to school? Like, is it going to be here in Harrisburg? Like, is it going to go to Catholic? Is it going to go to Catholic school? Like, I'm thinking way ahead. So I feel like this has put me in like a planning mode even like me and Mark went out to breakfast yesterday and I'm like in a month it's gonna be three of us like how are we gonna be out with the baby like it I just feel like now I think a lot more in the future because it's like in the way I think of it is like I have like someone else's future that I have to align I have to kind of pave for them because they can't do it for themselves so it's like now i'm trying to still align my future because like i said i'm very young and everything but i also have to work very hard to align their future so i'm thinking way ahead now so that's changed me in that perspective yeah i'm getting my hair cut before the baby all right cool
1: so you i might understand be bald how oh hell no <laughs> you ever do that (laughs) you ever do that you have you have awesome hair you ever get a bald cut but (laughs)
0: stay tuned
1: stay tuned have a blessed night good night and good luck adios